What's up, everyone? My name is Melissa McCack, and this is my brother, Justin McCack. What's up, everybody? You're listening to Room 51, where we talk about all things board gaming. This is Five for Fives, where we draw a random topic out of the bag and create a, five, a top five list in five minutes. Are you ready, Justin? Let's do it up. All right. Drum roll, please. I, I can't do a drum roll. Okay, great. Uh, okay, cool. So, the little topic I picked out was top five games that are overhyped. But we might still like these games. But we just All might right. think that they're kind of overhyped. That is an interesting one. All right. Yeah, so, okay. Cool, 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 cool. Here we go. You ready? Start you got the, the timer? timer. Let's do it. Okay. This is actually very hard. <laughs> this is actually really... Uh, I was about to say really disgusting. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I already know like what my number one is for sure. Really? Yeah, but that's about it. <laughs> uh, yeah, I do not know my yeah. number one. I have a feeling though, and the thing that like kind of stinks is most of my games. Oh, I know what your number one is, but uh, most of the games on my list are going to be games that I like actually. Yeah, and, for uh, same. That kind of stinks. I I know another one now actually. I almost feel bad to put one, uh, but I do think I like the game, but I do think it's a little bit overhyped. I I have actually two that are like that, and I almost only want to put one. I'll explain why afterwards, because I don't want to make it sound like, oh, I don't like these games or this person's games kind of thing. <laughs> and I'll explain that a little bit afterwards. That's the thing. This list is kind of... It feels like it's a little bit mean, but... Yeah, it's like games that I feel kind of bad about. And it's I, it's almost... Oh, man. I'm putting these games into like this negative light almost kind of thing. Yeah, but so far, all of the... No, except for one. One I actually don't like. But <laughs> it's going to be hard to rank these, too. Yeah, how would I even do that, huh? Huh, huh, huh. Ooh, I know one. Minute five. Oh, crap. I'm having a hard time. I only have four games so far. Oh, really? I'm at five. I'm actually about to be at six that I will be considering. 35. Okay, I have five, seconds. but... Shoot! I don't have it ranked. Um, All right, I think I have it, but... Ah! Time! Wow. That was actually really tough. That was probably that was... one of the toughest ones. Yeah, I was going to say, that one's actually extremely tough for me, too. So we'll start it off with my number five. So first, I ranked this in order of how much I feel it is overhyped. Same exact way I did it. Yep. Okay. Some of these games I actually really like. But I like that, every single game on my list. But some of them I actually don't quite like. Actually, it's just one of them I don't really like. It's actually my number one. But anyway, we'll get to that. So my number five game is... Magic the Gathering. Such a troll. I actually kind of feel a little bit like a troll putting this here, but... And, and this is why it's my number five, because I really like the game. I think that it deserves a lot of love because it brought the CCG genre, you know, pretty much into the limelight. It, it changed the way CCGs are, pretty much. It, it's the biggest one... A lot of people think it's the best one. I think it's overhyped mainly because it's a glorified take that game. <laughs> but it, 
I don't know. It deters people from then playing other collectible card games. I don't know. So that's why I feel like it is overhyped. Like people won't play other things just because Magic the Gathering exists. So that's my number five, Magic the Gathering. No, so people don't play other CCGs if they play Magic because Magic's the best. <laughs> like, If you're a serious Magic player, I think you're going to feel like other CCGs just don't compare or hold a light to Magic. Well, stay tuned for a sibling rivalry on this because this will be coming out for sure. <laughs> yeah, 100%. We have that might that be our works. next episode. I don't know. We'll see. Uh, but also, I just want to say, I'm pretty sure Magic the Gathering essentially created the CCG like genre. Because before Magic, I don't think there was any collectible card game. Like There were collectible like baseball cards, things like that, but there was no game built around it. Uh, possibly. Yeah, it probably was. I don't know. My number five, we're going to skip because it comes up later on Melissa's list. So we're going to go to my number four, correct? Yeah, which is actually a direct crossover. Yeah, so both of, yeah, both of us have this game at number four. It is Dead of Winter. Yeah. Dead of Winter is it's a cool survival zombie game. The biggest issue I have with Dead of Winter is, A, it's semi-co-op. And I have heard other reviewers kind of say, oh, I just don't view it as semi-co-op. Because the issue is, everybody has their own personal objectives to kind of throw off who the traitor is, or if there is a traitor, I think. But that turns into an issue of, well, I want to win as a team still, but the team might win while I lose because I didn't complete my personal objective. I don't like that aspect. But that's not the biggest reason why the game's overhyped. I just think that the game has done a ton of love. It gets, there's a bit of hype built around it. And I just don't think it's actually that good. I think it's fun. But there are a few aspects of it where I'm very okay on. Specifically the die roll. I don't know why, but like when you move and you have to roll that die, I find it not that exciting. I, I find it to be okay. And I think it's a fun game. I just... Don't find it that it lives up to the love that it gets kind of thing. Yeah, so for me, I also put number four, Dead of Winter. And I just want to preface this by saying I actually really like this game a good amount. I want to play it some more to see just how much I like it, honestly. But for a couple of the same reasons that Justin was saying, especially the die roll. The die roll really, I don't know. I do not like that mechanic in this game. I don't even remember exactly what it is, but I just felt like a little bit at the will of the die there. And it I don't know, it just rubbed me the wrong way. And I agree with the whole semi-co-op thing. I think that if a game needs that in order for you to not know who the traitor is, there's something a little bit wrong there. I think it would be cool. I think it's cool because I know like BSG has sort of added that with expansions, but that wasn't part of the base game and it it worked with dead of winter i wonder if it would work without the personal objectives i'm not sure but yeah i really like the game i love the theme the survival aspect i love that it's not just your typical zombie game it really brings forth that light of survival in it uh and that sense of community slash backstabbing and all that but yeah, I think that it's a little bit overhyped. I think that again, it has gotten a lot of uh, love that, you know, 
sort of ignores some things that are wrong with the game, in my opinion. Yeah, I would like to just also say, I'm curious to try the game where we play it that, all right, if everybody can't complete their personal objectives, then we all lose. I'm wondering how that would play. That might be kind of interesting. Yeah, Justin and I were talking about this. I had mentioned that. I was like, I wonder if, you know, that would work to make it more cooperative. I I don't know. I want to try it and see how that works. I'm wondering if it would be then like way too difficult for people who are not the trader, but who knows? Yeah, who knows? The trader still has to complete their personal objectives. Yeah, that's true. I am. All right, so hour number four, Dead of Winter. (laughs) Yeah. All right, so my number three was actually Justin's number five. So we have two crossovers so far. I think that's yep. the last of our cro- crossovers. It is, yeah. Yes. So my number three, again, is another game that I would, I really like. I would never play it at this point now with more than three players. <laughs> it is Wingspan. So Wingspan is super fun. I like it a lot. And I, I really like that the theme is unique and that you could tell a lot of love went into it, right? Like all of the birds in there have their stats and it correlates to how they actually function in real life, right? That's really, really cool. But I feel like the game has gotten so much love and hype and I'm not sure why. Like, yes, I get it has a unique theme, but it doesn't do things much differently than other games you know it's your engine builder game you know it 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 doesn't do anything really really new i feel um i know a lot of people will play it like as though it's a family weight game although i feel like it's a little much and i know that i've heard a family of non-gamers trying to play it and they had a lot of difficulty figuring out how this thing works right so I don't know. I think it's a cool game. I like it. It's charming. But I think it gets a lot of love and I'm not sure where that's really coming from. So that's my number three, Wingspan. Yeah, I put it as my number five because I really love this game. I think it's a ton of fun. I love the theme. I love the artwork. I love the gameplay. It's just gotten so much love by breaking into the mainstream where it just went into that level of, okay, this game is a little overhyped still. It's not that level for me, but I do really love the game. That's why it only was at my number five. But I do think that you are actually kind of right. Like, it's a, I'm surprised how much people have viewed it as like a family-style game. Like, people will make it sound that way, but I think it's a little too much for uh, non some non-gamers. Some people will pick it up, but it's a bit much, actually. So yeah, Wingspan, your number three, my number five. All right, awesome. So my number three is a two-player version of a different game that gets a ton of love. It's Codenames Duet. The reason why I view Codenames Duet as a bit overhyped is because so many times on different forums, for a while, I've been seeing a lot less, but for a while, when I was seeing games being recommended for couples, I was seeing Codenames Duet being recommended so much. And then I got it, and I played it with my girlfriend, and it 
we both sucked at word games, so this is probably a big reason why. <laughs> I mean, we are just absolutely horrible at them. This is a fact. <laughs> and we have lost every time playing Codenames Duet. We have specifically lost by always hitting an assassin, by the way. Huh. Anyway, so... <laughs> I do feel like it's gotten overhyped just that it gets recommended too much like there are other games that are really good for couples that i think should be getting recommended more than duet and i think seeing duet getting recommended so much has made me feel like it's an overhyped game i think it's an okay game uh there's just other two-player games that i prefer playing with my girlfriend and the game is really fun i'd like to play it more but it was a little bit of a letdown for me almost it's fun it's just like Maybe it's not my cup of tea, and I like it. I don't love it, and I think it's just not over-recommended for couples. Like, there are just other games that would be great for couples, you know? I don't know. I actually really like Codenames Duet, specifically Harry Potter Codenames, uh, because I'm a Harry Potter fan. But, I don't know. I think that it works really well for couples, especially for the masses, you know? So, people who aren't gamers would probably like this game. I think people who are gamers would like this game. It's but unfortunate this... that you and your girlfriend are really bad at it. But it's also, <laughs> it's just very difficult to begin with, which I don't know, I like. I like that aspect also, and that's why I don't think that's what's making me feel like it's overhyped. And you now remember, this isn't me talking about on these, it's these forums that are for gamers. like these. That's true. Like That's why I feel like there are other games that are really good at two players, that couples would enjoy. Like, it doesn't have to be a game like Codenames Duet, where like there are other games that are really cool too. It's so yeah. I, I think it's an all right game. I just think it's a little over recommended. Okay. Well, I really like it. You're wrong. That's fair fine. enough. Fair enough. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I think it is your turn for number two. Number two. Okay. My number two is a game that I do really love i've only played it once and i want to play it more i really do i actually thought it was an awesome name but this game got so much love and i after playing it i was like man i wish this game didn't get so much hype uh it's the quats of twedling bird a bad building push your luck fiasco it's a ton of fun the game it really is uh I have no issues with it. It hit my number two, though, because... I mean, I remember when I first heard it, it was at Pats Unplugged last year, and everybody was playing the Quats of Twedling Bird, and I was like, what is this game? And then you played it, and you were like, oh my god, I loved it. And I was like, oh my god, this game's gonna be amazing. And then I played it, and I was like, wow, that was a good game. That did not blow my mind, though. I thought that I don't know why. I thought from the amount of hype that went around the Quads of Twilight Bird, I thought the game was going to blow my mind. And the way I described it was if I had played it without anybody telling me or seeing about the hype or anything like that, I would have played it and been like, wow, this was a fun game. I like this game. But I would not have thought that much about it. And I still kind of don't get the huge hype around it think it's a really good game and i do recommend it i just think it got so much love that wound up disappointing i i don't want to use that word disappointing it didn't disappoint me i really liked it but it wasn't like oh my god i get the hype now like it wasn't at like that for me so yeah my number two the quacks of quedlingberg okay so for quacks of quedlingberg i completely disagree because 
This game is fantastic and everybody should play it and I will hype it up to the end of my days. And that's all I gotta say about that. Hold on, hold on. So, I do want to say, and I felt, so, don't forget, not only do we choose our names in five minutes, we rank them in five minutes. I know. Number two was probably a little high. I think I put it a little high, though, because it really did get a lot of hype fairly recently within the past year. And that's my thing. It's a recommended game by me also. If somebody asked me about like a push-your-luck game or a bad-building game, I'm totally recommending the Quats of Quedling Bird. I just think that in terms of the level of hype that it got, I was a little surprised by that. I was like, wow, I don't, I'm shocked on how much love this game has gotten, but it's a good game. It really is. I generally feel like games that are family way easy to teach and that gamers like is automatically going to get hype. That's fair. That's fair. Which actually leads me to my number two pick as well. Um, <laughs> Azul, specifically Azul Stained Glass of Sintra. So now you can really lump all the Azuls in here. I've only played Stained Glass, so that's the one I'm going to talk about. Azul has gotten a lot of freaking love, and the game is okay. I like it. I really do. I like Stained Glass. I wound up getting that over the regular Azul because I thought Stained Glass added a little something with that little worker, which is cool. So I do. I enjoy this game a lot. But oh my goodness, I don't think I would... If I would have just played that game and nobody would have told me anything about it, I'm pretty sure I would have been like, all right, that was cool, and then kind of forgotten about it. But because, you know, there's hype all around it, I bought it, I really do like it. And it's gone over pretty well with uh, most of the people I've played with. But I don't know. It's just, I would have never thought that this game was going to be all over everywhere. You know, like everybody would be talking about it. I, I would have never guessed that. So that's my number two pick, Azul, Stained Glass of Sintra. This game completely skipped my mind. Totally, it would have bumped off Wingspan, and I think it would have been really high on the list. I think that would have been like my number two actually like i completely but i completely agree with you it's an i found it to be okay as well i don't understand the love yeah i mean i do i definitely every time i play it i have fun with it but it's not one that i'm really always looking to play I, yeah it's just uh i i'm a little bewildered by how much love it's gotten but i guess it goes into what we were saying about quacks where you know, gamers can enjoy it, and it's really easy to teach for non-gamers. Although yeah, I don't know I, about stained glass, how easy that would be to teach. I don't think I it was that bad, but I could yeah, be wrong. I only played okay. it once or twice. Yep. Yeah, it's fine. So I think you died of your number one first? Yes. So okay. my number one was an absolute no-brainer for me. If you've watched any of our previous, or listened to any of our previous episodes, you know that my number one is absolutely Tiny Towns. This game has gotten so much love. And I don't, I, this game and I have a hate relationship. We, I do not like this game. I don't know what it is. I, I feel like I could see why people like it. It's super breezy. It's snappy. Uh, you get these little, what's it called? All these like colorful cubes that you get to you know build your little houses and whatever structures but i just don't like it and 
It does not work for me. This game has gotten so much hype. And I don't know. I just... I don't like it. So that is my number one, Tiny Towns. I'm not going to go into it. We have a whole sibling rivalry episode on this. Recommend listening to it, but... (laughs) I completely disagree with this bit. It's that's insane to me. Whoever uh, likes this game is obviously a villain of go. board gaming. Uh huh. Here we go. Okay. <laughs> uh, now that you're done with your list, really quick, before I do my number one, can I say a game that I thought would have definitely hit your list and pretty high up there too? Yeah. Villainous. I thought about villainous. So I don't think it's overhyped. I. I know that wow, it sounds okay. like I don't like this game. I really like Villainous. I do. I like it a lot. I just think it overstays its welcome a little bit. All right, cool. I, I, I thought you would have put it on. Okay, interesting. No, I don't think it's overhyped. I just I just think it overstays its welcome a bit. All right. Well, my number one is a game that I think... I don't know. People might stop listening to the podcast after I say after I say this one. Um, <laughs> They'll probably stop listening to this podcast after I said Magic the Gathering. <laughs> yeah, seriously. But honestly, this game is highly recommended as a gateway game. Everybody's like, "Oh, it always goes over so well. It's so much fun." Blah blah blah. Yeah yeah yeah. The a uh, bunch of BS that they just keep spewing about this game. Constantly recommend. It's such an okay game. It's kind of fun. It's ticket to ride. I know. Oh man, such a good gateway game. No, it's okay, guys. Oh, so great with the family. There's other games to play with your family. Play Ice School. Uh, <laughs> honestly, the game. It's okay. I like ticket to ride. I enjoy ticket to ride. I was greatly disappointed the first time I played ticket to ride. <laughs> I thought this game was... I was so excited to play Tinted to Ride because I never played Tinted to Ride. We'd been gaming for a while, constantly recommended. We bust out Tinted to Ride, and I was like, that was Tinted to Ride? We picked up cards, and then we put train downs? Woohoo! I don't know. It's an okay game. It's fun. I don't have a problem playing it, but I have no problems sitting out on this game. It's an okay game. Like it keeps saying recommended by people. People love the expansions or the I don't know if they're considered expansions, but you know, the different boards and whatnot. I, I like Tickets Ride New York. It's a quick version of it. We live in New York, so it's really cool to see the city like that. Uh but yeah, it's really okay. I'll play it if people really want to, but it's an okay game that it's just overhyped. So my number one, Ticket to Ride. Now, we got tickets to ride when we were getting pretty deep into board gaming, right? Had we yeah. gotten tickets to ride before that, let's say, like, pretty much after we discovered that Monopoly's not all that great, right? Right. Do you think you would have liked tickets to ride more? I probably would have liked it a little more, but not that much. Like, for example, Catan, we got that a little later into board gaming. I'm correct about that, right? Uh, yeah, we did. That game I actually really liked. I still like Titan. I recommend Titan over to to ride any day. I just found Titan to be more fun. It has, in my opinion, it has a little bit more game than Titan to ride. Um, you can build a long road instead of building a long railroad. I don't know, man. Titan to ride is okay, and if I we had it earlier, I would have thought it was 
okay. I would not have been enamored by it, I think. I think. Um, yeah, I, I'm just so not like, I'm so okay on Ticket to Ride. And it that's so much love. I like Ticket to Ride. I think I do like Catan better than Ticket to Ride. I'll agree with that. But I like Ticket to Ride, and it's gone over really well Like when we play with the mothers. <laughs> yeah, um, fair enough. So, and I'm able to teach it a little bit quicker than Catan, and a lot of times that's just what people want. They want something that could be taught to them in about three minutes, and I could do that with Ticket to Ride. Yeah, I can see like playing Ticket to Ride with people that are very much non-gamers, like just extremely non-gamers, but I'd rather push for Catan. All right. Well. All right. Yeah. This has been another five for five. Thank you so much for listening. You can follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Melissa McCack. Let us know what you think. What are some games that you feel are over freaking hyped? You've been listening to Room 51. What the? I know. I don't like your list at all. I know you don't.